What do we got? Fuji ball. When do we got it? Now. Monday, June 9th. This is the beautiful show. I'm Marco Werman. Today on the world, an hour entirely dedicated to the beautiful game. Because soccer is everywhere. It's, it's the sport of the world. And after a beautiful goal, it's like uh, you just can like high five each other. It's, it's, it's beautiful. But it's not all beautiful in Brazil, where the World Cup kicks off this week. We'll get the very latest from the host country. Plus, we'll hear about women's soccer in Brazil, where players lack the resources given to men. I hear my teammates say a common phrase all the time, Katie, no vai mudar. No vai mudar. It's not going to change. We'll take you all around the globe today, from Brazil to Egypt and back to the U.S., and hear why soccer is the world's game in this special edition of The World. I'm Marco Werman, and this is a special edition of The World entirely dedicated to the World Cup. And that sound, get ready to hear it a lot over the next month or so. Soccer's top global tournament starts on Thursday in Brazil. And trust me when I say that here in our newsroom, we're getting pumped about the matches coming up. But this is not a show about the international fanaticism around World Cup soccer and what happens on the field. Not just. And yes, we love the mania around big soccer stars like Messi and Ronaldo. But today, we're going to take you from the final preparations and the unrest in Brazil to why soccer is so important around the world. Just listen to this Muslim woman who plays and coaches soccer in Canada. When people think about international football, they immediately think Messi, Ronaldo. They don't think of a little girl you know, somewhere in North Africa or in Afghanistan who's playing. But nobody is bigger than the game. Mm-hmm. Remember, nobody is bigger than the game. I like that. Okay, ready to get your ticket punch for our World Cup ride? Here we go. This is a special edition of The World, all about the World Cup. You're listening to Marco Werman. Yes, you are. And to get into the proper World Cup spirit, I went out to Newton, Massachusetts, just outside Boston, to meet some young players. These guys are just 11 and 12, but they already play pretty serious soccer with their club, Vallejo FC. And as I found out, they've got strong opinions about the World Cup. My name is Marco. Wait, are you Italian? No, I'm not. <laughs> Why are we going to say, oh, I better not play against him in soccer? No, no I, because Marco's is in Marco, Italian. But I'm not Italian. So, tell me your name. Ewan. Ewan? How old are you, Ewan? Eleven. Eleven. Who's your favorite player? Uh, Messi. Messi. Yeah. Everybody else here kind of into Messi? No. 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 All right. Why not? Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Okay. Ronaldo. Tell me, tell me your name. Eric, you're not a Messi fan. No. Why not? I just don't like the way he plays, and I'm Brazilian, and he's Argentine, so <laughs> we're kind of rivals. A mad rivalry. Yeah. So you're Brazilian. World Cup's going to be played in Brazil. What does that mean to you? Uh, I want them to win because it's it's more than just a, a soccer tournament in uh in like for the world. It's it's kind of like especially Brazil that's not really a rich rich uh country and uh needs uh to like grow. And I feel like they since it's the world stage right now, they're going to show the world what they can make of it. So Eric put his finger on a very touchy subject there. What can Brazil make of this World Cup? And will everything be ready in time for the first match on Thursday? For that, I turn to two gentlemen who are keeping a close eye on this, the world's in-house soccer man, William Troop, and our man in Brazil, Tim Vickery, who covers South American soccer for the BBC. Tim, 
let me start with you. I'm assuming spectators will actually have seats in stadiums to watch their teams from once the matches get started. But what about this big transport strike today in Sao Paulo? People need to get to the games after all. What What's going to happen with that? It's moving into its fifth day. It's a pay dispute. This is vital to the success of the opening day of the World Cup. Um, Sao Paulo hosting the game on Thursday. Now, Sao Paulo is a city that lives in gridlock. It has a subway system. The subway system will get you to the new stadium. You take that out and you're getting record traffic jam over 250 kilometers. Um, so it's, it, it's really not a good start for the World Cup in the city of Sao Paulo. And I think it, it illustrates one of the issues of investments in this World Cup. Remember the protest movement that flared up from nowhere last year during the Confederations Cup, the test event held a year before the World Cup. Right. The catalyst was demonstrations on poor quality public transport. And this was an issue that the people had been led to believe the World Cup would do a lot to